Aloha everyone, welcome to Sasha Spins where you get my thoughts on life, current events, and everything else in between in and out of the saddle. So let's get right on into it. This past weekend, I had the opportunity to attend Cycle Star University, and it's a continuing education course through Cycle Bar, and we had an amazing time. First of all, to set it off, we, our leaders for the weekend were Jesse Alexander and Jules Down, amazing Cycle Stars, senior master instructors from Culver City in California and Fort Lee Studio in New Jersey, NYC, and it almost feels like I'm in a cult sometimes when I talk about Cycle Bar because I can't even describe how amazing of an experience this weekend was to be amongst so much talent, so many people who share your passion, who share your drive, so much wisdom, so many people to learn from, so many things. It's just, it's amazing. And Cycle Bar, being an instructor, is a part-time job for me, but in my full-time career, it's sad to say this, but I have not really felt much fulfillment. Um, Coming to Cycle Bar was and is something that has been life-changing for me. And over the first podcast, I briefly touched on my initial boot camp experience, but I didn't want to talk about it all the way through. But just coming off of Cycle Star University and seeing how much I've grown as an instructor over the past few months, it's just led me to reflect on my first boot camp experience. And I truly believe that the universe, it may not give you what you want, but it always gives you what you need. And my first boot camp experience was pretty terrible. <laughs> I'm not going to name names or out anyone because I don't think it's really important. I think what's important to just is to just share my story, what happened, and how it's really honestly contributed to my life and who I am as a person now. And such growth in a short amount of time, it's only been about 10 months since that happened. So it's a very fairly short amount of time, a blink, not half a blink of an eye in the grand scheme of things, but it's really been transformative and life-changing. So my bootcamp experience. Um, so Cycle Bar is a little bit different in how we do training. Um, our training is four days long. Some studios, it's longer. Some studios, it's shorter. So every studio has a different, every brand, every studio has a different training process. Ours just happened to be that short amount of time, but because it is such a short amount of time, you are continually learning. You're given opportunities for continuous education. So I spoke with the owners. I let them know that beforehand, I would not be able to make it all four days. And if that was going to be a problem, I could absolutely sit out and wait to the next boot camp. And they were like, no, it's fine. It's okay. Come anyway. And so in my brain, I'm going to, you know, I'm, I've been teaching for a while. I'm a great instructor. I got my shit down. I'm going to come in. 
and it's going to be great and I'm going to get in. So I show up, <laughs> if only I knew what I was going to be expecting. So I show up to my first day of boot camp and the person that is leading the boot camp, I go to introduce myself with one of the managers and the person who's running the boot camp does not even take off their sunglasses to meet me or say hi to me. I know that sounds like a very small thing, but I've always been taught that when you are addressing someone, if you do have sunglasses and they don't have sunglasses on, so just take them off. Eye, con eye contact is so important when you are communicating with people. And it's really one of those nonverbal cues that tells you a lot about a person. You can read a lot about people without saying a single word. So the fact that this person didn't even take off their sunglasses, and we're inside, by the way, <laughs> inside in a kind of dark studio. So the fact that they didn't even take their sunglasses off to meet me or to greet me, to say hello as I was introducing myself, that was something significant to me. But I did not want to be biased. I just put it aside, said hello, happy to be here, happy to meet you. So... The training experience, you spend a lot of time riding. After a boot camp experience, your butt is sore. You cannot feel your quads. Your calves are on fire. Ugh, it's, it's, it's a very physically and emotionally taxing experience, but it makes you, you get to the end of it feeling just so happy and a part of something bigger than yourself and just ready to teach and take on the world. And that's the experience that I wish I had had that first time. So anyway, so I get up to demo my songs. I remind you, everyone had a day before I did. I'm coming in the second day and coming in at a disadvantage. And so I get up there, I do my thing, and I'm expecting feedback, obviously. you're No one's perfect, you're always gonna get, there's something you could always do better, so I'm waiting for this feedback. And this person just lays into me. Everything I did was wrong. My cueing is off. My seat height was too high. My handlebars were too low. I rode wild. Um, just feedback in a way that, let me backtrack a little bit. When you're, I think it's very important when you're giving feedback to know the kind of person you're giving feedback to specifically how they're going to receive that feedback. This person just met me two and a half hours before that. So no, he does not know me as a person, but there is a certain way you give feedback. And I think that if you are giving feedback because you want the person to hear it, or if you're giving feedback because you need to say it. And I think a lot of people give feedback verbally based on what they want to say and they do not have the person that they're thinking of in mind so his critique was very um it was really harsh um and you know aside from it being harsh there is truth in everything so I did not dismiss it I took it and I was like okay here are things that I can work on let me write this down come back into the afternoon session strong so I let the morning go I let everything that happened go and I'm like, all right, we're going to come back into the afternoon session really strong. I'm going to prove to this person that I'm taking their feedback and listening to what they're saying. And yeah, so 
I come into the afternoon session, I set up my bike the way that I'm thinking he's supposed, uh, that I was instructed to set it up and again, get up there, do my thing. And afterward it was okay. That was slightly better. Here's everything else you did wrong. And it started to get a little comfortable at this point because it felt uncomfortable rather because I felt like less of a critique on my skill and more so an indictment on who I was as a person if that makes sense their personality when you are a cycling instructor is so important and you don't have to be up and bubbly and jumping around and in everybody's face if there is seriously, every personality will resonate differently with everybody. And what I love most about my studio is that there's so many different personality groups if or personality traits. If I'm like the hardcore, excitable, screaming in your face instructor, that's like, yeah, you can do it. I'm here to hype everyone up. And there are other people who are just like, all right, we're going to mellow this shit out. Like there is a different instructor for everybody. So you find the person you love, you find the personality type you vibe with and you get with that. So this felt very much personal. Like, I don't like you. And he was like, that was just bad. It was bad. Everything about that was bad. And I've never received that feedback as a cycling instructor before. And I just knew in my brain after I got off that bike, I was like, he's going to cut me. He does not like me. Um, You know, he just does not like me. So as I'm getting off my bike, he says something. He goes, this is why it's very important for people to be here the first day so you don't look like that. Basically saying that I look like trash up there. And after that, something in me just disconnected. When I get very angry, I withdraw into myself. And I also cry. (laughs) And I cry because I can't kill you. I can't scream at you. I can't punch. I can't do these reactive things I want to do to express how I'm feeling, how you've made me feel, how I've allowed you to make me feel. And so I got off my bike. I went to the bathroom and I cried my eyes out, just like cried my eyes out. I always give myself that little five minute cry, like get it all out, Sasha. Don't let this person break you. Don't, don't. And so I come out of the bathroom after my cry fest and the lead instructor, who's one of my really good friends, um, her and I taught at the same studio that we were both leaving. We both taught there prior to Cycle Bar and she just became a really good friend of mine, a great mentor of mine, just someone I could talk to, depend on, rely on, everything. She's standing there and one of the managers is standing there and they're like, do not let him break you down. You belong here. You are the best. You know, just really, I don't, I didn't even think at the time, oh, they're just hyping me up. Like I knew that they believed in me and they wanted me to be there and they knew I deserved to be there. And I just went back into the studio and I just felt like, just defeated like this person this is the one thing this is my one passion this is the one thing I loved and this person is telling me that I suck 
And I have ne- I never had anything like that in life before cycling where I was like, this is my thing. So when someone tells you that you suck at your thing and this person is a master instructor and a master instructor is telling you you suck, it's hard. It's hard to take. So I sound like I'm about to start crying. <laughs> um, yeah, so... That day, I left feeling very defeated, but I was like, you know what, Sasha, you're going to come back tomorrow and you're going to kill it. Take everything that he said, really focus, come tomorrow with different kind of songs, different kind of outlook, different kind of mindset, and just be, just listen, just listen. Don't say anything. Don't agitate him. Just shrink yourself. Fit yourself into the person you want him to be. You, He wants you to be. So you can just get through this experience because, you know, he is very finicky about music. And since I missed that first day, I missed the fact that he was really finicky about music. So everyone that second day, they came back with music choices that he really liked that, you know, and I just didn't, I just didn't have that insight. Um, I didn't have that first day experience. I'm not trying to make excuses for myself, but obviously there are things that were missed that first day that would have been beneficial for me, but it is what it is. That's life. And so I left feeling very defeated, but very ready to come back the next day, even though there was that inkling in my brain that kept telling me that voice that kept telling me that he was going to cut me. This person was going to cut me. They were going to tell me not to come back. But I'd never been cut from anything. You know, anything that I had ever wanted to do in my life, anything that I ever endeavored to do, I did it. I didn't get cut from things. So imagine my surprise when one of the managers calls me. And he's like, hey, Sasha, um... I really don't want, and as soon as, you know, you just hear it in a person's voice. You, they, nobody wants to be the bearer of bad news. Well, I mean, psychopaths do, like really weird people who enjoy raining on other people's parade, enjoy being the bearer of bad news. But this manager is great. He's, God, we are really lucky to have him. Um, But yeah, he just was like, we, the master instructor thinks it would be best if you would not come back um, if you could just sit out the next two days. And I don't really remember how the rest of the conversation went because I was so focused on trying not to cry. Um, gosh, talking about it right now, it like brings me back to that place and I kind of want to cry again. But um, yeah, um, I just got off the phone and... Yeah, um, I got cut. He didn't want me to come back. That had never happened to me before in my life. And, um, yeah, he cut me. So I found out a couple of other people were cut. And I think that there there's absolutely more to that. I won't get into that. And I just won't get into that. But, um, so because... There were so many other things going on in my life, and that was probably the last thing that I needed to hear. And for months, I just went into a hole, like thinking that I was never going to teach again, 
because I wanted so badly to teach at Cycle Bar. And this was the path to get me to teach at Cycle Bar. This guy had to approve me and he didn't. He cut me, period. And so another step to being certified is filming a video, submitting it, and then getting approved. I hate watching myself on TV. (laughs) I hate watching recordings of myself. I hate hearing my voice. I just, I don't. And it's funny because I can get up there and teach to a room of 50, 40 something people. But as soon as it's time for me to watch myself doing it, I'm like, oh my God, because we're so much, we're so critical on ourselves that we catch all the mistakes that we make and everything that we're doing wrong. And I hate that. I'm just like, oh my God, I'm watching myself and this is cringy. So my friend, my mentor, the lead instructor, she was like, you are going to be a cycle star. Screw what he says. You have the talent. We want you here. You're amazing. Let's record this video. So that happened back, that boot camp experience happened in November. From November to March, I practiced to film that video. And we filmed it six times. Six times we filmed that video. Or we meant to film the video and something went wrong or just just so many things and the entire every every single step of the way I'm thinking this is not meant to be every single thing in the universe is telling me showing me signs to give up telling me not to give oh, sorry telling me to give up telling me I shouldn't do this every every sign is pointing towards no so why do I feel so strongly in my heart yes and so we filmed the final video and I submitted it feeling nervous, feeling so afraid because God forbid I hear another no. And I've put myself on the line and I've worked so hard the past couple of months where everything in my life has been falling apart. Everything has been telling me no. All signs have been pointing to no. And the week and a half between submitting that video and waiting for them to get back to me felt like three years (laughs) it was the longest just it almost felt like even more stressful than waiting on whether I got accepted to college or not like because this is again this is my passion this is something that I want to do and somebody's taking this away and I want that and you know it's finally started to switch during that four-month period that self-doubt that I was starting to feel it turned to anger. And it was like, how dare this person tell me that I don't have it when I know I have it, when I know I'm fucking good, when I know I'm amazing. How dare he cause me to doubt myself and how dare I allow him to get into my head like that. And so even though all signs are pointing at no, even though Every single instance of my life where something was hard, I would abandon it and I just didn't feel like doing it anymore. I was like, this is not worth it. This was the first time in my life that I had A, been told no, and B, that I have fallen off that horse and gotten right back on it. And I think that is the universe at work right there the universe telling me if you want this 
you're going to fight for it. And I fought for it. And as I was fighting for that, my world was falling apart. So many things were happening with work and I don't even want to get into that. I'm in a much better place now, thank goodness, all those months later, but everything was falling apart. And this felt like that one definitive thing where it was like, if I can do this, I can do anything. And when the lead instructor, my friend, when she called me and told me that I got approved, I just like started crying. It felt like a light at the end of the tunnel, a rain cloud, or sorry, like it had had this rain cloud hanging over me for months. And finally, this was the brightest spot. This was that sign that I needed that was going to say, yes, everything's going to be okay. Everything is going to work out. But I still had to go to boot camp. (laughs) So remember Jesse Alexander who did my cycle star you this past weekend he did my boot camp and little did I know I was going to come and find out that he reviewed my video and so I am very awkward on video if I know I'm being recorded so I I was so boring on the god I I I rewatched that video and I'm like god Sasha you were so boring who is that girl who that is not you so the feedback that I got from Jesse and when he watched my video and took my took notes, or whatever, said really great ride, great intervals, you know, amazing. Needs to work on personality. Now, anyone that knows me knows that that is a hilarious critique and it's a hilarious feedback because if anything, I'd probably need less personality. People are probably like, Sasha, calm down. So anyway, so he was doing my boot camp. And I knew he was film. He is the one who critiqued my video and filmed my video. So I was so nervous to meet him. I was so nervous to meet him. And he walks into the studio. And within five minutes, 10 minutes of us talking, I tell him, I was like, oh, by the way, you reviewed my cup, my video a couple of weeks ago. And he was like, that was you, that boring girl. And you are the same person. No way. You guys are not the same person. And from then on, just that first interaction with him, I knew that I would have a friend. I knew that that my boot camp experience was going to be different from the first time around. And it was. It, it was one of the most life-changing events for me and it sounds so culty to say that you know when I talk about psycho bar my husband pointed this out the other day he's like you sound like you're a part of a cult and I can honestly see that but it's like so different when you're in it you know to have something that is bigger than yourself and to be able to be in that space and create that feeling for someone you know, it's just, it's amazing. But anyway, so my boot camp with Jesse, it was less of a boot camp for me and more so of a learning experience and refueling that confidence. Like someone seeing the light that was, that has always been in me, that's always been there. Someone seeing that I can when I felt so downtrodden that someone else didn't see that and someone was else was so quick to cut me and you know he I told him about my boot camp experience and he was like I'm so sorry that that happened to you because that's not what the brand is that's not what cycle bar is 
that's not, that's not us. And I'm so glad that you are here. And I'm so glad that you fought so hard. And I'm so glad you did not let that experience jade you and that we have you on our team because we are better because we have you. And when someone, God, when someone recognizes the potential that's inside of you, that's like validating as fuck you because you can see it for yourself. But when you have been put down to the point where you think, well, this person is representative of this and they said that I couldn't do it. Why, you know, why would I be able to? And so the boot camp that I had, the second experience was just instrumental to my growth, not only as to my growth as an individual, but definitely my growth as an instructor. And it is exactly what I needed. It was exactly what I needed. And I recognize that that is exactly the journey I needed to go on. And you know, it sucks because as you're in it, you don't have that foresight. You don't have that insight. You don't have that 2020 hindsight to say, oh, I see why all of this happened. And I've always been a believer in the fact that everything happens for a reason. And you can believe that and still feel like going through the process sucks. It feels like shit. It feels like crap when someone puts you down. But I need it. I needed to go through that because I needed to tell, I needed to show myself that this is something I really wanted to not walk away from something so easily just because it didn't come easy. And I needed that for me. Some people get that revelation way early in life but because everything had come so easy to me every I didn't really have to grades came easily to me studying learning um talent for anything that I wanted to do it all came so easily to me even teaching came so easily to me but getting becoming a cycle star at cycle bar that's something that I had to put in work for it didn't come easy and nothing worth having nothing worth doing comes easily. And as I was at Cycle Star U this weekend, just being around all of these people, I'm like, these people went through the same journey, maybe not, you know, getting cut the first time, but these people came from rejections from Flywheel or Soul Cycle or any other studio or were previous Soul Cycle or previous Flywheel instructors that left, like, I don't want to be a part of that anymore. I want to be a part of something different. And just being around all of that. It's so I I, I like have goosebumps talking about this. (laughs) So yeah, but being at Cycle Star University this weekend, just that learning opportunity, learning to grow and being a part of this company that is growing, that is getting better. It's just instrumental. And now I can like see my future within the company and know what I want to work for, know where I want to be this time next year within Cycle Bar, you know, still teaching, still loving the brand, still being an amazing fucking instructor. And that's like what I needed from this weekend. And that's what I took from this weekend. And just reflecting on this past year of my life, when that journey to be at Cycle Bar started, it's only been a year, but it feels like so much longer than that. And so much shorter at the same time. And so it's funny now that I'm telling my boot camp story because 
it's something that I had a lot of difficulty talking about because it's like a part of it was embarrassing, but a part of it is also, I just really wasn't ready to share it. And I really was not ready to be open about what happened, but because so much good, so much good in my life has happened since then. I now see that first boot camp experience for what it was. And it's not an indictment on the lead instructor who did the boot camp. It's not even an indictment on me to say that I was bad or anything like that. It's just that we all have growing to do. We all have learning to do. And when we open our eyes and we accept that we are an empty vessel and there's so much to fill, so much knowledge, so much growth, that's really where your journey begins. And so I'm just feeling really inspired from Cycle Star University. So if you're a Cycle Star and you're listening to this and you're like, do I want to go to Cycle Star University? Absolutely. It is one of, it, I'm so sad it's over. <laughs> it was one of like the best weekends of my life. And I, the one awesome thing that I got from it, the best 14 bucks I've spent in a while is the these affirmators. There are 50 affirmation cards. They've got a unicorn and a rabbit. A rabbit riding a unicorn and a rainbow on it and they're fantastic cards so if you want them hit me up on social media instagram sasha spins let me know where i got it from and i'll share that with you and if you have been to cycle star university i want to know what your experience was if you're thinking about becoming a cycle star I promise you and I hope that your boot, your first boot camp experience will be freaking amazing. But if you have any questions about it, let me know and let me know your thoughts. I want to hear from you guys. You can drop me a voice note here on Anchor FM or you can follow me, send me a message on Instagram at Sasha Spins and I'll chat with you guys soon. Till next time. Peace out.